Okay, guys, one week till Christmas. No, that's not true. Which was what, what, pushing me, pushing one me over. Week. Oh, one week till Christmas. Um, so what we're going to do tonight, you've got Mark and myself, Monday night, Novak News. We are going to be talking about the highs and the lows, not so much about the year, but more to do with real estate and property. Um, I think we're just going to roll straight into it because we came on late. Boom. What do you reckon? Yep. All right. I've actually, um, I've actually written down some notes here, guys. So I, I, I just want to say, first of all, if every, if anyone is actually feeling like they're absolutely exhausted um, as a result of this year, I would have to say you're not alone. Wouldn't Make you? Don't you think, Mark? Comment. You're definitely, definitely not alone. It has been quite the year, um, you know, between two enormous wars that have been um, going on across the world that have, um, I think, in many respects, divided divided a lot of people yeah, as well. Yeah. It's been, um, it's certainly been quite the year. But, um, you know, in addition to that, we've obviously had, um, you know, a huge year of interest rate rises, which has been um, quite catastrophic for a lot of people. It's rises, been a tough, 14 yeah. rises. Yeah, it's been a tough, it has been a tough year. I just want to say, Mark, are we lagging? Because I feel like, yeah, I feel like we are lagging a little bit. Um, so let's talk about some moments, guys. We want to draw down on um, some joy and some unity, not just the year that may have divided a lot of people. Um, but there have been a lot of highs and there have been a lot of lows with respect to the property market. And I think it's safe to say that probably one of the biggest lows with regards to the property market has been these interest rate rises. They needed to do it. Yeah. Need draw to, down on that they needed, Look, they needed to slow it down a little bit. I think the reality was um, if we created a bubble, trouble. So I think they sort of, you know, uh, I, th I think, you know, first of all, we handled ourselves really, really well internationally on the, on the stage through COVID. Yeah. And I think there were debts to pay past that. And I think, um, yeah, in came knocking on the door the correction had to happen yeah pay back the piper and uh, and that was interest rate rises so um unfortunately it, we needed it yeah we needed it yeah so you know and no doubt it's been tough um but the property market has certainly remained resilient against all odds all the predictions coming into 2023 can't believe it. were that the property market was going to take a downturn um, and it did take a dip, but it proved to be resilient as it always does. Mm. And, um, you know, there's been in, in many states and in many areas, the property market has overperformed. Um, so there's been remarkable resilience setting the stage for a promising traje trajectory for 2024. Um, you know, but it was a big surprise, I have to say, with respect to that property market. Um, we were last night out with Josh Tesselin. He's the number one agent across the country, um, but operates in a really different market. So it was really interesting to hear what Josh had to say about his area, about Quakers Hill. Um, it's been a tough market out there. There's been an enormous amount of listings on the market. And, um, you know, there have been people that had purchased property a couple of years ago, and then obviously they did sell at a loss. So when we're talking about the market, um, we will try to draw down on Australia-wide markets, but obviously Mark and I work in, in a market um, here on the northern beaches of Sydney. Mm. What do you think, Mark? 
the Mark's a man of very few words tonight. I like I like listening to you talk, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa, it's, she's a good talker. Um, I'll, look, I, I think you know the, those that correction in the market. Unfortunately, um, we're back in black. So there's ten billion dollars of property in Australia, ten trillion dollars of the property in Australia. Yeah. And um, and when you look at that, that went negative, and that was scary because if that corrected by ten percent, you're at nine trillion. So it's good to see the property values back. I think it's really important for economic growth and for stability for people. So people were really worried when that market went down. So to have it back and back in black is really really good news. Yeah, and it really did take us all by surprise. I mean, I remember turning up at one of my very first open homes um, at the beginning of January and I couldn't get a park. It was on DY Parade and I couldn't get a park. And um, anyway, I drove around and around and around and I think, oh, my God, I'm going to be late for my open home. And um, it was just the beginning of, you know, the, the real rental crisis happening. We didn't know what was going to unfold. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, gosh, all those poor tenants lining up waiting to get into that rental property on DY Parade until I realised they were actually all there for my property that was on the market for sale. And it was a pre-market property um, and we had 27 buyers come through and it was only the second week of January. And I was like, what, what, what's going on here? What's going on here? And that was to be the start of a market where we saw very, very low stock levels right throughout the year. In fact, we've gone down again um, right across the northern beaches, we're sitting well under that 500 properties um, on the market. In the peak of a market, just so everyone can get a little bit of a radar on the northern beaches, we're usually sitting up around 1,200 properties and now we're sitting under that 500 mark. So stock levels though right throughout the year have remained very, very low and that's on the property market here on the northern beaches and the rental market as well. I didn't, that that was a big thing for all of us in 2023, the rental market, I think caught everyone's by surprise. Yeah. I don't think there was any reporting on that prior. Yeah. You know, people weren't saying in any years before, watch the rents, watch the rents. So I think that was a, a real shock for people. But I, it was an almost a natural reaction as well for landlords. And what I urge um, tenants to understand is where a tenant's rent may go up $100 a, a week, a landlord's mortgage has probably gone up something like $500 or $400 yeah. a week. So they are passing on a proportion of what they've had to pay. Uh, pretty interesting. Like no one really reports that side, that landlord's perspective, because it's not as obvious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, they didn't see that in 2023 coming. No, that's exactly right. So um, what do you reckon, Mark? Do you think rents are going to continue to escalate? Because there's definitely a housing supply crisis. Like, there is no doubt about it. And we're not seeing an enormous amount of building either. No. Nope. But you think that could change? I think, look, rents, rents will continue to rise for the next 12 months for sure. Um, it's just that lack of stock. And, you know, they're, they're pumping that population in. Um, and, you know, people are a bit up, starting to get a bit upset about that population being pumped into Australia. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess on a positive note, we needed the labour. Um, so there was, unfortunately, you know, we, we, we brought our kids up not to be electricians or plumbers or uh, we, we aspired for them to get Gosh, a, we need more of to them, get that's a degree, for sure. right? Yeah. So my, the generations before me, you know, it was like, that's go get a trade, leave it year 10 and off you go. Majority of people did that. 
but now it's like, no, kid, you're going to go do a degree. We really want you to do that. And it's left a lot of labour shortage um, for basic labour in, in Australia. So this migration coming in, you know, on a positive note, I think it's sort of good because, you know, they're going to do the jobs that, um, that our kids don't want to do. And the floodgates certainly were open for migration and, um, and I, I'm, you know, that's going to continue into next year. Um, and so what does that look like for housing in 2024? There's not an enormous amount of building that's going on. Um, but you actually read an interesting article the other day, Mark, about um, legislations and they're going to be looking at making things a little bit easier with respect to, was it building? Yep, densities. Yeah. So they, they've, they've found a bit of a hole in the market. It's much cheaper for a government to, to infill in our densities than to build new suburbs. So they've identified that there's areas close to shopping centres, close to transport, um, where they're going to allow further density. That could happen quite quick. I'll tell you how quick. They introduced, uh, they talked about a 30% increase on developments over $75 million. Mm. Now, why, that's in, why this is important is it's not relevant to a lot of people, but where this is where it's important. The government turned around and said, we're going to allow you to build 30% higher relevant to what yeah. our laws are and we need you to um uh, we need to be a big development and it, all of us thought yeah yeah whatever yawn 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 whatever it's going to come in it's not going to come in council are going to push back they did it on friday mm. so on friday they came along and they went whack and they introduced that 30 percent uplift for developers so guys keep an eye on that because i think that's going to be a big big win and why I say that is what you've just mentioned about the changes with density. I think it could happen just as fast. Yeah, interesting. Look, I actually think next year is going to be a, a very, very interesting year. I think it's going to be a slow start um, with regards to those stock levels. I am not at all convinced that there's going to be a big influx of stock hitting the market. I think stock levels are going to remain quite moderate um, as, you know, as it has been this year. Um, interest rates are definitely predicted. Obviously, we follow global trends and uh, those interest rates have come off significantly in the US. Yep. Um, the, every prediction is there that those interest rates are going to come off um, in the second half of next year. Um, I do think there are going to be some buyers out there that are going to try and play a bit of a waiting game. Yep. Um, I think they, you know, buyers are probably thinking from the buyers that I'm talking to at the moment, um, they're certainly saying, oh, we're just going to wait till the new year. We think there's going to be a lot more stock come on. I actually think it's going to trickle through. Um, and then once those interest rates, the predictions again, are that those interest rates are going to start to come off in the second part of next year, I think that property market is going to boom. And I've mm -hmm. talked about it before. I would suggest that those predictions or my predictions are that that property market could go up as much as 10 to 20 percent in the second part of next year. I think low supply, a um, lot of buyers coming back into the market as those interest rates come off. But I don't think those interest rates are going to go back down to the pandemic lows where they were. What do you think? No, no, no way. No, they I, don't, don't. I don't think they need to. Um, Something also 2023, which happened, which I was thought was really significant, which no one wants to talk about, is that how the the how the intensity or how hard it was to lend money through this year. So open banking, oh, yeah. right? So open banking yeah. was, was introduced a couple of years back, where all where the top four banks could see 
complete transparency of clients across each other so they could see how many mortgages you have. Believe it or not, there was 10, 20, 30 years ago, if you didn't tell the bank that you had a mortgage, they'd find it hard. They'd be pretty hard to find out. Credit um, cards, right, all that sort of cards. stuff. We were laughing about it the other yeah. day, weren't we? We were saying they used to just ask for two pay slips. Yep. Has anything changed with your pay? You'd hand in the two pay slips. Your bank manager would say, that's it, you're approved, go buy the property, yep. and off you'd go. Yep. So My that, goodness me, how times have changed. So the the, the intensity to get, the, the amount of information that's processed for one to get a loan these days, yeah. and the degree of hardness for one to get a loan these days really changed in 2023. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's been a tough year, there is no doubt. Um, property has absolutely remained resilient. Um, property prices have still remained to grow, uh, sorry, remained to, uh, have still managed to increase. Um, there has been some absolutely top performing suburbs. I was reading about it the other day. No surprise in Sydney, it's been the eastern suburbs. Um, Bellevue Hill, those house prices, and I know I talk about it a lot, but honestly, I mean, you know, they went through the roof. Um, and a lot of that was to do with, um, just low supply, low supply. You know, I think a lot of people were saying, oh, it's, you know, due to the migration that's coming through, a lot of overseas buyers. Uh, we've actually got friends that are in real estate in the eastern suburbs and, you know, they're like, no, there was a lot of local buyers there. Definitely we saw the return of, you know, expats and um, migration did have an impact, but mostly it was due to that low supply in the marketplace. People were just overpaying for those luxury homes. I was I was with one of those agents talk rattling off the top twelve sales. Um, we're talking big sales in the eastern suburbs, over fifty million. Yeah. Um, and we, they could actually name. We well, I, I automatically thought that would sort of be China money. Yeah. Um, wasn't. So most of the names that rattled off of people who purchased it were locals. So, so we've got Lisa Kramer. Now, Lisa Kramer is an agent in the Eastern Suburbs or a buyer's agent. Um, she's writing here, stock levels are incredibly low. We're seeing a lot of properties off market. Top end is extremely strong here in the East. Um, low stock, lots of buyers are keeping prices pretty strong. Buyers will pay a premium for a turnkey, newly built, renovated property. I mean, Lisa, I'm not surprised at all what you're reporting. It's exactly what we're seeing. Um, we're feeling it here as well on the Northern Beaches, although the high-end market, there has been so much activity. Um, the buyer inquiry, and I'm reporting that to all of my vendors um, at the moment where I've got this high-end high -end stock on the Northern Beaches, the, um, the inquiry level that's coming through is reminiscent of the first or second week of the launch of the campaign. But here we are weeks and weeks down the line. Um, but the level of inquiry has just been absolutely extraordinary. It's been mind-blowing. So much so that one of my properties that um, is a luxury high-end property in Curl Curl, um, I've gone back to those vendors and said, we need to do some opens again because the level of inquiry coming through is extraordinary. But there you go, guys. It's the incredibly low... Um, levels of stock, lots of stock being transacted away from the portals. Yeah. Again, just, you know, those low stock levels, vendors going, if I get the price, um, if you've got a buyer and you've got that match, this is what I'm looking for. And um, I, But I don't want it to go on to those major real estate portals. And, uh, you know, just on a side note, guys, the main reason why um, vendors will say that when there's low supply is I often find that these vendors just don't want a footprint. 
you know, because digi- that, that's they, new, they that don't would, want a digital footprint in the event they don't get that's there. That's a new word for 2023 yep. that we learned. Yeah. But, you know, that that is the reality. I mean, I've got, I've got some totally off-market, very high-end properties at the moment here on the Northern Beaches, and, and those vendors are very, very clear on their instruction. Lisa, it's not to go on your social media. It's definitely not to go out to the portals. We don't want it sent out via um, email direct marketing and there's not to be text messages sent out. If you've got a buyer that you're talking to on your database, we're happy for you to entertain those conversations. Exclusive listings that I've got, um, you know, and vendors that are just saying, don't don't have to sell. If I get the phenomenal price, um, then, you know, obviously we're, we're, we're going to certainly look to entertain that. Vendors that don't want a digital footprint. Yep. Um, there you go. Immigration and lack of stock is keeping prices high and will continue. I, I agree with you. Um, you know, I, I certainly agree with that. I don't believe there's going to be a big influx of high-end stock. Um, I do believe that because of these extraordinary prices that are being achieved in the eastern suburbs, I think there's going to be a ripple effect. Um, a lot of people are going to be outpriced. It happens. We see this happen in every market yeah. when the market moves. Yeah. Those buyers get outpriced and they go looking in other areas. Well, they're not We're feeling effect. it. So people underestimate the knock-on effect. So when yep. first-home buyers get stimulated, people go, well, that's great. How the, how the hell does that help me? Yeah. It actually does because um, if suburbs uh, surrounding do better, if price ranges surrounding do better and you're not in that suburb or price range, you will enjoy a knock-on effect, good or bad. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there are knock-on effects that are always happening through our markets. It was interesting to note as well, I was just doing a bit of research before we came on tonight, that um, regional properties have taken a bit of a knock. Mm. So obviously, and again, no surprises there, but during COVID, everyone was sort of exiting stage left because everyone thought, oh, this is something that's here to stay. You know, we went through COVID, three years of lockdowns and all the craziness that we all went through. And, you know, I, I think there was, well, I know there was a lot of people there that thought life was, you know, not going to come back to normal. Um, and so off they went to the country and sold up their, their city properties or their beachside properties. Um, but that slowed down considerably. Um I think there was. I think that tree was shaken, and those buyers dropped out of the Sydney market, and they went north. They went south. Yeah. But I think that the people that haven't moved are pretty tight. Are pretty tight on that tree now in Sydney. They're not going. Yeah. So it's not actually fueling. Um, it's not throwing timber in the fire of regional areas. So I think now those regional areas are, are back to organic. Um, growth and back to uh, you know organic activity. Yeah, um, they're not getting fueled by that. Those Sydney guys coming, the tree was shaken. The the um, the sea change and tree change people yeah. left Sydney and they fueled those regional markets. So now they're running. They're on their own organically. Let's see how they perform. Okay, Mark, I'm going to ask you questions about different. Um, sectors in real estate, and I want you to answer in just three to five words. Mm. Commercial real estate. Um, so commercial real estate this year and prediction for next year. So good, bad, ugly. Corrected, suffered this year. The sales prices, the rentals, they didn't suffer. Right, okay. Next year, commercial. I Predictions, guys. Yields. So the rentals are going to be, the return on your investment is going to be stronger 
and I think it'll be stable for the commercial sale markets. Investors in the marketplace, 23, 24. They're coming back. Agreed. Hard, hard, they're coming back. Yep. Um, rents for 2024. They're going up. Um, again, guys, these are just our predictions. Um, the uh, supply of stock for 2024 in the resi market. Low. I think it's going to stay low. I think purely because there's a lot of people that are in mortgage prisons, so they can't actually afford to get out to go up in a price or even sometimes down in a price with the current loan they're servicing. So they're in a mortgage prison. Yep. Um, when do you reckon interest rates are going to come off next year? Third, fourth quarter. Fourth quarter of 2024? Fourth quarter. Do you reckon they're going to come down quick? Yep. I, do I reckon they're going to, yep. there's going to be some economic suffering and I think the government's going to want yep. to promote a recovery in the festive season next year. First time buyers for next year? Um... Same. Don't look at me like that. I reckon they're going to have it tough. Um, I'll tell you one thing that's absolutely flying out the door here on the northern beaches are those one and two bedroom apartments. Mm. We can't list them quick enough. They do so well. They're flying out the door, absolutely yep. flying out yep. the door. High-end property for 2024 on the beaches. Um. I agree. Yep, I agree. Um what else? Anything else you want to cover? I'm just going to quickly read through my notes, guys, because I did have um, foreign investment increased. It was driven by foreign buyers. There we go. Snapping up property, yep. um, housing supply crisis, in, ending um, the interest rate rise next year. Again, these are our predictions. Yep. Escalating inflation, shortfall of housing, rental increases been through the roof, um, low supply of stock. You know, one thing that was interesting about this year was that winter seemed to be the new spring. So everyone was waiting for the spring selling season, all the market to pop on, uh, all the all the properties to pop onto the market, and it came early and, again, took everyone by surprise. Mm. The weather was warmer, the buyers were out, um, and then spring seemed to calm down a little bit. But, again, northern beaches, what really took us all by surprise were those low stock levels all the way throughout the year, even with all those interest rate rises. It was unbelievable. Having um, said that, volumes were lower this year. When you look at how many, the volume of property sales yep. across across suburbs, they were down 20 to 30 to 40% in some suburbs. So there are less properties trading. Yep, yep. So my fear for you guys, if you are a buyer, is that I don't believe, again, this is our opinion, I don't believe that you're, um, you're going to see an enormous amount of stock hitting the market next year. I really don't. We are not seeing those desperate sales, not here on the northern beaches. And from what I can see, Lisa Kramer reporting, not there in the eastern suburbs either. Um, so I think stock levels are going to remain quite low. And again, I think each end of that market is going to pop. I think the low end of the market, we're already feeling that sentiment. It's like a, it's like a, a bubbling pot at the moment. And that high end of the market, I think both ends of those markets um, are going to continue to do really, really well. I reckon that's going to be right across Sydney. Yep. There you go. Is this our last show for the year? No. Nope. Not? No. Nope. Next Monday, I think, is Christmas. Yeah. It is. And then we've got another one at the end after that. We do. Which is Monday. Is that New Year's Eve? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm losing track. It, it just went so it, quick. It the last part of this year was just like, wait a minute, slow it down, slow it down. Christmas, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas. 
Um, and uh, if we don't get to speak with you before the end of the year, because this could be our last Novak uh, Monday night um, show for a little a little while, we're going to have a couple of weeks off. Um, we just want to say from our family to your families, Merry Christmas, enjoy the time. It has been absolutely a very strenuous year. Um, I think most people are reporting that. Most people are absolutely exhausted. So make sure you stop and smell the roses. That's a very important thing. Love ya. See ya. Thank you for letting us look after you this 